Hello, I'm Rodney Barlow. Welcome to my podcast. Today I want to continue and I teach in hope to the end. And we want to look at Abraham. If we do those things that Abraham did, we will put ourselves in position to receive our long-awaited promises as well. Let's begin by reading Romans chapter 4, verse 17. It says this, As it is written, I made their father many nations, before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead, and calleth those things would be not as though they were. Let's see what Abraham did, verse 18, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. You see, Abraham came up against hope. What hope are we talking about? Natural hope. The word against means to withstood, to resist, to establish one position against in this case, against natural hope, with supernatural hope. In the midst of a natural, hopeless situation, Abraham chose to build his life on supernatural hope. God's word gave him that supernatural hope. And Abraham held on to, I like to say, his hope promise. Then it goes on to say, Who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. You see, Abraham took the promise of God and the hope of that promise and came against natural facts, negative images in his mind, negative hope that was saying it is impossible. Abraham locked his mind, so to speak, to what God said and drove out every negative thought image that was contrary to what God has spoken. I believe, I'm fully persuaded, this is the same way you and I have to lock our mind unto what God has promised us. We have to choose not to entertain any thoughts of it cannot be, it won't be, I can't do it, it will not work for me, etc., etc. We have to do what Abraham did. And let's keep on reading verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. The Bible says here Abraham was about 100 years old. His wife was also old. She was 90. But if that was not enough, it says, And the deadness of Sarah's womb. You see, he had no hope, no reason to believe. But the Bible says he considered not himself. You have to do the same thing. Consider not your feelings, your emotions, or even how you may look to others. Why? Because if you want to experience the supernatural, we have to do what others did. Then verse 20 says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. In spite of the overwhelming odds against him and Sarah, he staggered not at the promise of God. The word stagger means to waver. It pictures one who's doubtful, constantly changing his mind about what he believes, vacillating back and forth, in other words, this person is unstable in what he believes. James chapter 1, 6 through 8 says this, But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. The word double-minded paints a picture as a man with two minds. One mind directs one way and the other mind directs another way. As a result, he is pulled in two directions, constantly fluctuated in what he believes. One day he believes, the next day he doesn't believe. One day he's declaring God is going to do it. 
I stand on the promise the other days that woe is me. Those who do not stagger are single-minded about what God has told them. And Abraham took such a position of faith. He was single-minded about what God had promised, and he did not move. He did not budge or waver. He took the word of God, that which was spoken to him, that seemed impossible, and received the supernatural hope from the word of God. I'm sure he painted a picture in his mind of the promise that eventually came to pass. He hoped to the end. Verse 21 says, And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. You and I can be fully persuaded too. However, you cannot get there by using all your free time, surfing the web, so to speak, and doing mindless things. So you ask, how do I become fully persuaded? I purposely do it. One way is by meditating on the promise of God until it gets on the inside of you so deeply that no one or nothing can get it out of you. I also believe what helped Abraham become fully persuaded was the fact that God changed his name from Abram to Abraham to a father of a multitude. You see, God is a faith God. And the Bible says in Romans 4, 17, the last part, And God calleth those things which be not as though they were. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 says, Be imitators of God as dear children. So therefore, Abraham did what his heavenly father did. He called himself what God called him. So he went around calling himself Abraham. You see, he called himself what he desired from God's word. And not from what he saw not happening or happening in the physical natural realm. And we have to do, and we have to have that same mindset. You have to say constantly and repeatedly what God says to you about you and your situation. So when you begin to meditate on God's word, you start thinking about yourself God's way. And when you change your inner image of yourself, you will begin to see yourself with your knees met and not without. The word of God says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 11, And we desire that each of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Psalms 31 verse 24 says, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. I trust this teaching was a blessing to you. And I want to encourage you to subscribe and share so you can hear more teaching from God's word that is designed to build your life.